This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Say subjects, but this is the King of the Ring episode. Anyway, happy new year, everybody. Welcome to this month's episode of Yet Another Journey uh, Through the Looking Glass. I'm your co-host, Scott Criscolo. I hope everyone is enjoying their January. Regardless of what side of the globe you're on, <clears throat> you could be on my side of the globe where it's uh it's actually not that cold. I think right now it, well, it's evening here uh in Connecticut, so it's 35 degrees. So it's not brutal. Uh, but on the other side of the globe, it's 135 degrees. No, I don't know how hot that is. But anyway, uh, let me let me let's just jump right in. Let's bring in the man, the myth. Uh, I love being on a show with this guy because he's awesome. The Thunder from Down Under. Happy New Year, Dave Hall. Happy New Year, Scott Criscolo. It's so good to be with you once again. It Always. is a it is a lovely summer day down here. Um, by your by American temperatures, we're we're at about 80, 82, 83 degrees. It's it's it's, ah! it's mid mid to late twenties Celsius. So just a lovely uh, warm day. Ah, uh, you and your lovely warm. Uh, <laughs> but you know what makes me mad is <laughs> you know what makes me mad is that when my summer comes and it's like ninety nine here, it's going to be like fifty for your winter. You don't get <laughs> like a... you don't get eleven degrees like I got to deal with. So. <laughs> No, not not where I live. Not where no. I live. So. Anyway, happy New Year, Dave. It's always uh, it's always a journey and a pleasure to uh, to to be with you every month. I love it. Um, I hope everyone has enjoyed the show. Uh, we're on episode. Let me do my math. Uh, I think this is fifteen now. I think we're on I think episode. So, yeah, episode fifteen. And uh, what I've enjoyed about the show, and I've gotten a lot of comments from people, is that you and I do a, the topics are so very very different. Every month we do a big spin. And I totally give you credit for it. Believe me, I take no credit. I just yap and edit. You are the you are the you are the mastermind. I give I give you all the credit. I just babble and edit. That's all I do. You are the man. Um, but thank you, everyone. It's been a great year uh, for the PTB Wrestling Network. Uh, we keep uh, hammering out the downloads. Everybody has been so supportive. We're in the top. Usually, uh, in, in Apple Podcast downloads, we're in the top at least the top seventy. Uh, in America every year. And I think in Australia, sometimes we're in the top like 60. So that's all Dave's friends. Uh, so, <laughs> but, and that's, and, I, and that is not me. That's all of you. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And it, we are in another year, you know, the place to be podcast officially started, of course, in, in 2011, the PTB wrestling network, where we've really grow our shows really started in, you know, 2014. But it has been a great 12-year journey, and it's going to continue because of all of you. As long as you're all listening to this wonderful content and all of us knuckleheads, it means the world to us. Thank you. Sincerely, thank you. Absolutely. And I, and I'm, I, I just want to thank you and, and, and your partner who's not a part of this, this, this podcast, but you and, you and JT, because, yeah, you said you, you, you launched the Place to Be podcast back in 2011. And for some of us, we were on pretty early. I mean, I remember back in the days commenting on on Facebook and on the uh, and on the forums. Then the, and the comments were read on the 
on the show, and I think I yep. think I started I started having comments that were on there from around about the WrestleMania three episode. So yes. you know, early days. It's been a great journey, but it's good to be actually able to 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 join you and do and do our thing now as well. So that's I I, I thank you and your partner for setting this universe alight. As that you means say. that means oh thank you Dave that means the world to us you are an OG and that's why you know we we've always valued you JR and I uh you're the one that helped us get started in terms of the support you know in the public with social media with our Facebook groups and eventually we we have you know we have the Twitter uh the Twitter page uh, the Twitter account and and just getting out there and it's guys like you that were so good to us in the beginning when we had like three listeners. <laughs> and you were one of them. And uh, well, I will never forget it. Now that we're doing an anniversary episode, we'll get to our topic. Don't worry, we'll get to our. It's January, so you know we're going to talk about sold out. Uh, so <laughs> I do that to Dave every, every. This is our second January. Our second January. And I always say we're going to do. We're going to rebook sold out. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so is um, you know we. I remember when JR and I, I think it was episode two of the Place Me podcast. Episode two, we did a Major League Baseball postseason. Uh, we did a, a midseason, a postseason recap. Uh, and him and I recorded on a Saturday night, and we recorded for like three and a half hours. And <laughs> from those very rough early episodes, uh, we grew and, and became what we are now. So, uh, again, we thank you for your patience in getting through those first probably 50 uh, episodes that were probably a little rough and We've, you know, advanced technologically and such, though. It means the world to us. Again, thank you. All right. Enough uh, enough yammering about that. Thank you again, and we love having you here. And that's why we always give you great content. We're not going to get lazy. We have great content every week, and uh, we're glad that you're here. Brand new episode this month. We're going to have a fun 20, 2023 here on this show because Dave and I are going to come up with some fun topics we haven't dived into yet. Um, uh, I like February's. You're going to – oh, you're going to love this mm. episode. But you will love uh, Dave and I are already kind of chatting about what February's episode is going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun Uh, Mm. for those that are new to the channel. Welcome for those that are new to the show again. Welcome. Uh, These are not episodic in the sense that this is this is not chronological. So if you put this episode on first, you don't have to turn it off. There's no this isn't part 15 of a series. All of these episodes are standalones. So please stay. Enjoy the show and then go back to the archive either on your podcast, Apple, Apple Music Spotify or on place to be.podbean.com and go back to the to the uh, all the other episodes in the archive of of through the looking glass and and you'll have a lot of fun. They're great. They're we Dave and I've had a blast. So mm. all right. It's January. All kidding aside, we're not doing sold out. We are gonna do it one point, Dave. I'm gonna make you. We're gonna get <laughs> we are gonna do a sold out episode at some point. Uh, I think we can manage that. <laughs> Rebo- yeah, well, I mean, it needs sold. a lot of rebooking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was like a four hour episode. Uh, but we all know it's January. I think you kind of have a feeling what we're going to talk about. Dave, why don't you set the stage for us? Well, like you said, it's January, and um, and and as as has become a little bit of the tradition with this show, when we hit the the big four, we like to sort of do a bit of focus on the big four. So once again, it's Royal Rumble season, and we're going to do a Royal Rumble themed episode. Um, if you missed last year's one, as we said, don't stop listening now. But at the end of the episode. Go back, you can listen to last year's Royal Rumble, and, and it obviously would be timely. We, we did a little bit of a rebooking of, of winners. We, we looked at some people who we thought should have won some Royal Rumbles last uh, – we did that last year, and, and that, was a really, that was a really good episode. We really had a blast doing that. And so um, if you are new to the show, go back and listen to that one before the Royal Rumble happens in the, in, in the next couple of weeks because 
you're going to want to, you know, it, it's always good fun. But today we're, we're looking at things from a different point of view. We, we've got two parts to today's episode. And the first part is, well, we were, we were thinking, you know, that the Royal Rumble has become such a big event and uh, it really is the, the catalyst for who is the essentially the next major challenger for the World Heavyweight Championship or the Universal or the Combined or whatever time period mm-hmm. we're in, it's, 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 it's there. But, but Scott and I were chatting uh, a while back and we were wondering, well, you know, the, the Rumble started in 88. We know that. It was a TV special in 1988 and then, and then pay-per-view in 89. But what if the Royal Rumble had started earlier than 1988? What if the Royal Rumble had been a, a house show event that – was used maybe a Madison Square Garden event that was used to build the next challenger for the title or build someone into the company. So we're going to really delve back into the history banks. We're going to turn the time, uh, the time machine back big time today because we're going to look at who might have won Royal Rumbles and how might that have looked if Royal Rumbles had been around from, say, 1977? Around the mm-hmm. time Bob Backlund was uh, about to become champion, so mm-hmm. we're we're really going to have some fun tonight. Going back, going back well before uh, a lot of us are. I'm, I'm going to go back like 1977. That's that. I, I was only not January 1977. I would have been six months old. So mm-hmm. I, I I I was really young back then. <laughs> yes, January 77. I was uh four uh three. <laughs> mm. I would have been four in six months. So I was th- I was three years old in January of uh, of seventy seven. Um, uh, but yeah, I think this is a lot of fun because the the fun thing I, I I'm really looking forward to doing with this this part of our show tonight. We got a second part that I think you guys will all like too. But this first part is fun because because the champion the the world title reigns were so long. I mean I mean we could have conceivably gone back to like Bruno. Well, maybe not Bruno's first because there weren't a ton of games, but. but but we figured, you know, starting with maybe when Bruno was champion at the beginning of 77, all mm. the way to the Rumble. I thought, you know, because we're going to have long runs for Backlund and, of course, long runs for Hogan. Um, uh, you know, we think that finding challengers for those years, I think, would be would be absolutely amazing. So um, mm. I'm excited to do this. I'm excited. And it's going to be a lot of fun kind of picking guys from that particularly from the early 80s because mm. um there are a lot of awesome heels awesome heels in the uh in the wwf in the early 80s and i've documented them we both have on very various episode topics um that i feel get forgotten because Backlund held the belt for so long and then of course Sheiky baby held it for a month and then of course hogan so uh i i think it's fun that we're going to think about a lot of these heels that maybe got forgotten because they just kind of got, you know, they mm. want a cheap count out match to lead to a cage and et cetera, et cetera. So, and, and that's the thing when you look at, when you go back and look at the archives, you, you often see that a very common event back in the, in the late seventies and early eighties was a battle Royal to determine the challenger for either the world title match that night or at the next event. So it's not it's not out of the question to have thought, oh, this could have been something that could have become a precedent back in the day. It, it's not a it's not out of the ordinary for this is how a championship a challenger was was chosen. And so we've we've sort of gone, 
I think we've sort of put the setting of this will probably have happened at Madison Square Garden and we're going to keep the time period into January so that it, it sort of fits the, the rumble theme. But, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're looking at trying to just determine who might have benefited from, from, these, from, a, from a rumble win, from allowing the, the, uh, the, the prestige, the, the momentum that gets gathered by winning a rumble to, to be seen back in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it's going to be a lot of fun that we can, you know, who, what would be a good challenger and, uh, you know, what's the best month? I think we're going to play it safe and, and stick with January for the, mm. uh, for the, the month of it, because it's just, you know, we're OCD like that. And yeah. then, you know, maybe look ahead to, now it doesn't necessarily have to be March. We could move it ahead to whenever, but, but, uh, I think, I think we're going to enjoy this. I think we're going to, I think we're going to really, uh, emphasize and highlight guys that that at the time that maybe newer fans even as far even as new as the you know maybe the late 80s thought were you know total jobber scrubs but you know in the early 80s were and I have one heel in my totally in my head at the moment that would have been an awesome Royal Rumble winner in the early 80s and we'll get to him in a minute uh but was a much better uh worker and a much more high profile heel than was if you remember him in the later eighties during the pay-per-view era. So um, Dave, let's begin. What do we, let's, uh, let's pull the ripcord. What do we got? Yeah. Well, let's, let's, like I said, let's go all the way back. We're going to start, we're going to go chronologically. We're going to start all the way back in 77, um, 1977, January 77. The world champion at the time was Bruno Sammartino closing in at the end of that championship reign. Um, but Notice not, something I noticed when I looked at the uh, the roster and the and the competitors at the time. His successor, the superstar Billy Graham, was not in the company yet, so he's ruled out, in my opinion, as a Rumble winner. So who mm. who in 1977 would benefit? Would be would be someone who could um, come out as a, a rumble winner and a challenger for Bruno Sammartino. So, so Scott, I'm going to let you take the first one here and, and, and give me your thoughts on a, on, a, on a 77 winner and, and how that might have gone down. I think that's crazy that uh, – I think that's crazy that superstar Billy Graham was not, on the, was not in the company and then four months later – think about this for a minute before – I don't mean to tangent. Think about this, Dave. Brock Lesnar won the WWF championship at SummerSlam 02 four months after debuting. Mm. All right. Right. April, May, June, July, or about four and a half months. Yeah. Pretty much. That's exactly what superstar Billy Graham did. He debuted probably in late January, early February of 77. And in April, he's world champion. Fathom that. And, and, and back then, that was that was very out, unusual. That was very right. out of the ordinary to bring someone in and have them take the top title so quickly. Right, crazy. I mean, I know that uh, I know that uh, you know Bruno was kind of done, you know. Um, so it makes sense, uh, you know, to, to get mm. someone in there, and he was a good heel and. Uh, kind of a good kudos to Vince Senior to think outside the box for a guy that you wouldn't think about as a champion, but he was a great heel. So, all right, uh, um, who would be a good 
I had a couple in my head. I got to be honest. I had Superstar Billy Graham in my head because that was a gimme. But since he doesn't count, uh, I'm going to take my number two choice. And I'm going to go with. Oh, let's see. I was thinking Nikolai Volkov because I think he he was, if I remember correctly, he was in the company in uh, 77 as a top flight heel with, I think Freddie Blassie was his manager. Yeah. Um. So I, I he could have been a good guy because he was not treated like the, you know, Freddie, you know, the Nikolai Volkov, everybody else thinks. Um. Uh, hmm. Let me throw this one out at you. When I looked at the roster, when I looked at who was competing in the company in 1977, one name really jumped out at me as someone who I think would have been a sensational Rumble winner. Um, someone who it, it would would clearly, it would have benefited from, to use him as as a challenger to, to Bruno especially. And I don't, I'm sure he, he had a shot, but I don't know that, I don't remember much, hearing much about, him getting a title shot, but someone whose career was more prominent for what he did in Japan and, and, and had his reputation around, around the wrestling world. And that's Bruiser Brody. I saw Bruiser Brody's name in there and I went, my goodness, he would have made a brilliant rumble winner. Uh, yeah, I like that one. I like that choice a lot. I'm actually just looking, I'm on the history WWE.com and, and New Year's Day, how about this, uh, Dave? New Year's Day, 1977, Bruno and, and Nikolai were in the main event for the world title at the Spectrum. Mm. So I like our choices. How about a guy like, uh, I'm seeing a guy who's a heel, and he's around in most of early 77. I think he'd be a great guy for Bruno. Bruiser Brody. That's what I just said. I'm just kidding. I knew that. <laughs> just make sure you're paying attention. No, I know that. Uh, but Brody, uh, <laughs> uh, April Fool. No, just kidding. Uh, like, yeah, I like I like Brody. I'm going to go with Brody. I like your choice. Mm. I'm going to go with Brody because I think there'd be bloody matches. Yeah. And uh, I think they'd be bloody matches and they'd be a lot of fun, very violent. And, uh, you know, I think I like your choice. I think I, I'm going to go with Brody. As a matter of fact, I'm going to write that. I'm going to. I'm, I'm opening up a, a doc here because I want to keep. I, I want to see these. Uh, this is my OCD coming out again. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put I, this down. And and I see, bro, like I see him coming in, tossing. Like he could come in, there'd be a bunch of people in there. He starts tossing everyone out left and right, and almost into that, almost into that early that that monster, that diesel sort of push where he's like the last one left, and then every guy that comes in, he's just sending them out just as quick. Maybe last right. eliminating someone like an Ivan Putski, who 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 at the time would have been oh he could he could actually win Ivan Putski in seventy seven was probably at the, at the height of his ability in the company and uh, I think you know Brody last eliminating Ivan Putski would really cement him as a legitimate challenger to Bruno. I agree. I agree. Um, so we have we have picked this. Uh, so we think that a great 1977 Royal Rumble winner would be, uh, Bruiser Brody. And I think him and, uh, they could have a big, we could have some, some builds. He takes out some other heels or some other baby faces. And then maybe April hmm. or May, kind of like a WrestleMania 
we get a big uh, we get a big match in, uh, you know, at Madison Square Garden in April or May. And I think yeah. uh, we get that shot. So. All right. And, and uh, you could actually picture you could actually picture post like he it, it could almost he would almost have done had put such a beating on Bruno. Bruno holds the belt, but that sets up Bruno ready to be beaten by superstar Billy Graham. And uh, and then Brody right. can walk around afterwards going, well, you lost because of what I did. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. 1978. I think this is a gimme. Uh, we might yeah. as well just in our alternate universe. We might as well just stay in reality at, at the start of the year. Superstar Billy Graham uh, is uh, your world champion. So we might as well just do it because it's the way it was laid out. I think it's safe to say we would have Bob Backlund win the Royal Rumble and yeah. and have the title shot and then win the title. So I think that's a gimme. I don't know. Do you have that, any? Is there any others that may pop out at you? The the only other the only other name that popped out of me as a potential winner, if you didn't want to go the easy route of Bob Backlund, might have been Dusty Rhodes. Dusty was in the company at the time. He was getting shots at at, at superstar Billy Graham. He was sort of that last challenger before. Um, Backlund took the belt, so yeah. But I, I think, yeah, I think the gimme. I think it's Backlund because you probably have superstar Billy Graham defend the title against Dusty on the same event. Backlund wins a rumble, and he's the challenger next month, ready to ready to take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a great idea. I like that too. Uh, all right, the final Royal Rumble of the nineteen seventies. Uh, again, so now. In this time, in our even in our alternate world, Bob Backlund is WWF champion. Mm. Who would win? The, the champions are not going to change. That part we're not going to change. We're only what we're doing here is we're just picking uh, Rumble winners if a Rumble existed. So, mm. New Year's Day, nineteen seventy nine. Your champion is Bob Backlund. So, who would be a good heel? Um, let's see. I have one in my head, but I want to save him for nineteen eighty because he'd be an awesome <laughs> heel in nineteen eighty. Uh, an awesome winner in 1980, so I'm not going to use him now. Uh, what do you think of – well, he's managed by the Grand Wizard. I had him written down here as one of my choices. Uh, he's over his heel. Uh, how about – ready for this? I have two here. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. what do you think of both? Number one, the hammer, Greg Valentine. Managed by he's he's moving up the ranks. He's he's respected as a heel. He's managed by the wizard. And number two, how about this? How about this? Twenty one years before his grandson won a Royal Rumble. Managed by Freddie Blassie, High Chief Peter Maivia wins the Royal Rumble. Absolutely. That that's that's the name that I had pegged. That's the name that's written on my list here. I, I looked at that list and I thought. High Chief Peter Maivia, that would just, that really br- sort of brings the full circle. He was he was strongly pushed throughout sort of um, December 78 and January 79. You, you look at yep. television tapings, you look at the, the, the various cards around the, around the circuit in, in January 79. He was getting a very strong push. And, um, and, and even that concept, the High Chief, I mean, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a royal... Co- I really think you could. They could play up post the match, like, like you right. said, he, the, the manager could put it out there. He, he, he's the only person who should be winning because he's royalty. He's the high chief, and uh, and Peter Maivia at that time it would have been. I think it would have been a real, real good way to to get him uh, a push into a world title match. And 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 like you said, something that they could have harked back on 
in the days of The Rock. The Rock being able to put, look back and go, my grandfather won it, and so did I. Right. Yep, absolutely. Unfortunately, I don't know if there's, there would have been any room in the late in the mid to late 80s for Rocky Johnson to win a Rumble because, number one, he was prolifically a tag wrestler. Number two, bait, mm. <laughs> they're here, another, he's another uh, another another casualty <laughs> of the long Hulk Hogan world title run another That's baby right. face that would have got no shot so all right so we've 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 established that the 1979 Royal Rumble winner would have been High Chief Peter Maivia who was a yeah. heel he was managed by Freddie Blassie he'd have been perfect mm. we enter into the 1980s and I have an awesome 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 guy to win the 1980 Royal Rumble. I love this because it branches into two feuds. Oh, I'm, I'm th- wondering if you've done the exact same thing that I've done. I'm interested I think we did. <laughs> I think we did. So. My night, my 1980 Royal Rumble winner is Larry legend himself. Larry Ooh. Zabisco. Zabisco wins the Royal Rumble. Mouths off to Bruno. Because I think he had already turned on Bruno at this point, and if he hadn't, he just was about it was around this. Time. Well, he was about to, yeah. The, it, yeah. the, the, the turn happened in, in the tapings in January. In yeah, so January. right after the Royal Rumble, you could do it before or after, even mm. if you wanted to do it early February, and you, and you, uh, uh, um, you know, he wins the Royal Rumble. He wants his shot at Bob Backlund, and he's like, you know what? I don't need this old grizzled guinea bastard, you know. You know, getting in my way because he's jealous of me. He's never going to get a title shot again. He's the he's only you know he's he's in the seventies. I am the eighties, and then the mm. heel turn. Then the turn on Bruno happens, and then come April or May, we get the big titles match at Madison Square Garden. Bob Backlund versus Larry Zbysko for the WWF title, and you know Larry's cheating, eye poking, mm. and all that kind of stuff. And Bruno comes out. Costs Larry the match. Uh, 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 Bob retains the title, and that sets up the cage match between Larry and Bruno at in August at Shea Stadium. Now, mm. do you think now now Dave now Dave feel free to tweak the timeline on that because if you no, want to no, have I, I like I I like your timeline, but I've got I've got a slightly different variation for you okay. and then maybe we can maybe we can determine which one who who's we like better and, or maybe our listeners can determine because okay i had i had a similar approach but a different result i had i had bruno win i had bruno win really Rumble, last eliminating larry zabisco oh. and my my premise being that larry then that becomes the catalyst for the heel turn. And when wow. Larry turns on on Bruno, Bruno in turn goes, I'm forfeiting the title shot. I'm not going to – I don't want to face Bob. I want Larry. And, 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 then, and that just becomes the straight-out catalyst for – I just see Bruno and Larry as the last two completely technical. Bruno overpowers him. He, you know, and maybe even semi-easily eliminates Larry. Larry's not happy, but Bruno sort of does the handshake, but it then leads into the whole, the shadow, you know, he's the mentor, Larry feeling uh, like he was um, hard done by, that Bruno maybe should have stood aside so that Larry could have had a title shot. 
and mm-hmm. um and then and then you just go straight into what they did with the with the chair shot and the storyline and and build from there. I but love also that. and 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 the other reason I went with Bruno is because I looked at what we had and I thought we've had a, we're, we're we're running into this long era of Backland and Hogan winners. There's going to be a lot of heels, but but Bruno winning would have made sense because the McMahons would have wanted Bruno to win at some point because he was the living legend and. Bruno and Bob, the other thing you can do is you could do similar to what you said. Bruno and Bob do have their match because they did have a couple of 60-minute draw matches. I don't know what year, but during Backlund's reign, I believe they had a couple of matches. And then you could have Larry cheat Bruno out of out of the match and, and the similar sort of thing that you said. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I like yours better. <laughs> I like yours better. So I'm going to change it on my list. So I'm, but folks, let us know. Go to our, go to our uh, place to be uh, Facebook uh, page uh, where we talk about all sorts of things. Uh, do you, who do you like? Would, do you like my Id- original idea of Larry winning the Rumble in 1980? Or do you like Dave's idea of Bruno winning the Rumble? Then Larry turns heel. Bruno goes, you know what, Bob? You and I would have one of the greatest matches ever, but. I got business I got to take care of. Mm. So I'm going to forfeit my title shot for now. And, you know, they can have a number one contender and Bruno can face, and then Bob can face somebody else. And yeah. then we have Bruno. And what's funny is at the, at the actual showdown at Shea, uh, Dave, in August of yeah. 80, Bruno, uh, Bob doesn't even defend the title. Him and, him and uh, Pedro him and win Pedro the tag Pedro titles. Him and Pedro have the tag title match. That's I know. right. Oh, wow. I just got a great one. Oh my God! And he was a heel. Oh my God! I got a, I got another one. You're gonna laugh your ass off. I got another one yep. to win the, to win the Rumble in 1980. Mm-hmm. A heel, a heel, Hulk Hogan. I, I thought of that. I did think of that one, and I went, oh no, I like the Bruno idea better. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, I, uh, what I would have done is, what you would have done is, Bruno could have put up, like they could have done either another match. Or and maybe maybe Hogan see, but Hogan then wrestled Andre. So, mm. uh, oh, yeah. which means speaking. Well, here's the problem. I mean, you know, it's, this is the bitchy part. Let's go to 1981, and uh, um, I was torn on this one because 81 is a great year. This is a guy I I was gonna give this guy the title shot. But I'm kind of torn. I'm not sure what to do here. Because I got a lot of options. Mm-hmm. My original choice. But he really doesn't. Um, he really doesn't step up as an epic heel for another couple of years. He hadn't even won the Intercontinental title yet. I originally was going to have uh, the Magnificent Morocco win the Rumble mm-hmm. in 81. But he hadn't really, because he hadn't even beaten Bruno yet, uh, Bruno. He hadn't even beaten Pedro yet for the IC title. So he really hadn't earned that slot yet. Here's my problem. Unless you do, now, let's take into account, excuse me, let's take into account, Dave, that fans at the time, and we can, we can, uh, I think we need to keep this up because this could end up being a problem. Uh, Let's, let's keep into account that 
fans in the eighties, early eighties, seventies, didn't care about draws and all and, 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 uh, you know, draws and, mm, um, mm. uh, count outs and DQs. Like they didn't get pissed off at that. Like we do now. <laughs> That's right. So, so I have a 1981 Royal rumble winner and his name is Andre the giant. And you have Andre and Backlund in a huge mega match at Madison Square Garden, and they wrestle to a draw. That's that's a um, that's an awesome that's an awesome potential win. Or you could even have that could be where you have uh, Andre and 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 Bob wrestling their match and. Whoever the heel is that's going to take on Andre or yeah, any heel, you could have a couple of heels come out and just lay the, have the double DQ, have the have the double disqualification, yes. so that the next month, yep. the the match the next month would actually be the tag encounter. Um, exactly, you know, Andre and Back Black Backland team up. That's was, uh, was eighty one was eighty was eighty one Dave the year that Andre feuded with Kamala with the whole broken leg, the broken that was ankle. Killer Khan, wasn't it? Killer oh, Killer Khan. Khan. Killer Khan did the ankle break. What was the? Remember back the old uh, beginning of the history of the uh, the best of the WWF tapes, like all the old school Coliseum videos. They have that mm-hmm. epic uh, shot of Andre slamming Kamala in the cage. Yeah, Kamala was. Yeah, Kamala was in it. I can't remember if it was eighty one or eighty two. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I remember that. Because for those of you that are a little, well, I guess younger fans, if you're watching the tapes, there's a there's a, when they do that that collage of clips at the beginning. One of the clips is uh, Andre slamming Kamala in a cage, I think was Maple Leaf Gardens. I think was Maple Leaf Gardens. And I'm thinking, because that was a great feud, but I'm pretty sure the Killer Khan broken ankle thing was 81. So I think it was later in 81, much, much yeah. later in the year. Yeah, I think so too. So, um, I, I, I love that Andre idea though. I think it, I actually, I actually think it, 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 um, it, it probably is a better outcome than, than what I had. Um, I, I actually threw out the idea. I had two potential options. I didn't think of Andre. I didn't go down that line, um, mm-hmm. especially as I had Bruno win the year before. Um, right. And, and my two options were, were firstly um, throw out that because he was still in the company and he was still, he was receiving title shots around this time. This is where a heel Hulk Hogan uh, victory came into my head uh, because this was around the time he he sort of finished with Andre and and uh, it wasn't long after this that he was recruited to go to 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 Hollywood to to film uh, Rocky Three. So um, I, I I saw a Hulk, a, a, a heel Hulk Hogan winning there or 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 Sergeant Slaughter in his prime as a heel was was that he really was coming to prominence in in early eighty one. And um, if you if you look around that sort of February March time period, both Hogan and Slaughter did begin receiving or were receiving shots against Backland. I felt either of those two could go, but but then when you said Andre, I thought, oh, I like that. I like that much better. Mm. I just think it'd be cool. I mean, Andre, it'd be a good like you know, and, and Andre, you know, Andre, mm. he never cared about belts or any of that kind of crap. He just wanted mm. to make his money. And put on a great show for the fans. Oh, mm. Andre never cared about being world champion. That was never his gig. Mostly mm. because Andre liked to travel. He was always yeah. up front with Vince Sr. That don't bother putting belts on me. I don't I don't need them, boss. I don't need a, I don't need titles, boss. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, I like traveling because I like making my Japan money and my Toronto money and all that. 
Let other guys have the titles. I'm, I'll come back. I'll make money for you. But I like I like my freedom to go where I want, and you're not going to want your world champion to be gone for six months. So, mm. uh, so you know that Andre, even in an alternate universe, you know Andre wouldn't care that he didn't win. But you want to keep the whole undefeated thing going. So, mm. uh, so yeah, that that's what I think. 1982. Yep. Oh my God, 1982. I got a cake one. Yep. Another great another great heel, and it does lead to what would be a. Uh, uh, what would be a pretty great um, uh, match that ended up being a great match later in the year, but you can have this match closer earlier in the year, but they ended up having a great match in 1982, and I'll just put move it up closer. Another guy managed by an awesome heel. Uh, my 1982 Royal Rumble winner is Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Snuka I, I, I the Rumble. that. Mm. Snooker wins the Rumble, eliminates – and you could be creative – eliminates somebody and lands on the announce table. <laughs> and, the, and the crowd and – the, and the, look, the referee – and, you know, uh, uh, Captain Lou's looking, hey, his feet's not on the floor. Feet aren't on the floor. Or uh, Albano can drop like – like it's some cheating, scummy way. Like, you know, drops a, a – a, uh, his shirt, like he takes off his shirt, his disgusting fat body's joggling all over the place. And Snooka's standing on his shirt going, his foot's on the floor. It's on, his, <laughs> it's on my shirt. It's He's not on the floor. And the ref's like, his foot's not on the floor. And Snooka wins the Rumble, and we get the great Snooka-Backlund feud in 1982. Mm. That's what I got. What do you think? I like that. I like that. I like that one a lot. I, 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 had, I had gone a different route. I, 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 I okay. sort of felt in 82, you, you really – you you were very much in in a litany of just challenger of the month. There was Backland, apart from probably even the Snooker series. It really is seems to be just who's the next heel challenger, one after the other. And I and I thought I had a look at who was around, and I thought you know what, there was one name that jumped out at me as as he was pretty recent to the WWF, was someone who would regularly receive title shots and would not be. Um, I think would be a good Rumble winner. But I think the benefit of winning the Rumble would be felt much later in his career when he became a color commentator. And that is Jesse the Body Ventura. Okay. I, I, I was just thinking to myself, imagine if Jesse had won so that when he was commentating, he could actually talk about a little bit more about what it takes to win it and some of the strategy that, that he implemented to be a winner and, um, and bring that extra element to his, to his commentary as he did it, as he was such so great as he is, but you could right. just picture him. So you could just picture him going, you know, well, you know, monsoon when I, when I was, when I was in the, the 82 rumble, when I won the 82 rumble, I, you know, I made sure that every new person that came in, I was straight on them and straight, you know, not giving them any right. chance to, to, to get, to get momentum. Like you could just see him talking about the strategy yep. from experience. Yep. That's awesome. I like that. He, he'd be, he'd be deplorable to deal with. I think that would be awesome. I love that. Dave. Mm. I love that. Um, and I think, and we know that we would get back Lynn and Snooker go on the, go on the network, mm. go on Peacock and go to the, uh, is it June 28th or is it December 28th? One of the MSG house shows in 82. I can't remember whether it was 
June or December has, of course, the the infamous, the epic uh, Snuka uh, backling cage match where Snuka first tried to jump off the top of the cage. And that time as a heel, he missed. We all know what he would do in 83, which we'll get to in a minute. It's uh, it's the June it's the June 28th MSG. June. I'm just looking at yeah. the history of WWE.com right now. Okay. So June 28th, 82, I'm pretty sure that that house show's on, on Peacock. Well, Peacock for us, the network for you. Um, I'm pretty sure that house show's on there. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. The Snooker Backlund match is, is pretty awesome. Uh, there was one other guy. Can I go back one? I want to I backtrack. Yep. Uh, I have one heel. We don't have to add it to the list, but there's one heel that I think would have been awesome because he did feud with Backlund in 81, and that's Stan the Lariat Hanson. Mm. He'd be a good Rumble, a backup Rumble winner. Uh, Again, very, very much in the same mold as Bruiser Brody, like the, the history, the, the, the what, what he brings and, and the traveling around. You could see that same benefit. Right. I like that. idea. Yep. So I had mm. that out there, too. Uh, all right. 1983. This was the year because he's been an awesome heel for the previous two years. This is where I have. Um, and I know it's oh, my God, you have so many you have so many heels. Well, it's what happens when you have a baby face champion. Um this is where I have Magnificent Morocco win the win the mm. Rumble. He's the IC champ. He could sit there with his obnoxious promos saying, I'm going to be the first real double, you know, uh, winning, yeah. a, winning half a tag title. He could be like, winning half mm. a tag title doesn't count, Bob Backlund. Mm. I will be the first to hold both singles championships at once in the WWF. I will be the Intercontinental Champion and the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion, which means I will be the greatest of all time i'm yep. not gonna win i'm not gonna win half a tag belt and be half a champion like you um and and i think the promos would be hysterical with him as, no. as the winner uh, i like that I, I really like that i like that that is a really good um that that's a really good uh option oh, i think i think i think what you've said there would be a brilliant way to do it that morocco becomes uh, as i see champ becomes the first intercontinental champ to win and and like you said then the then the promos become uh i'm i'm coming for that i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna win both and then after i do that then i'll go and win the tag title as well and i'll hold all three belts at the same time you know he could could just he could he could look ahead and do all three so no i like uh i think that's a great option i actually i found 83 a struggle outside of outside of the morocco option but one name there was a name that sort of jumped out at me. I didn't realize he was back in the company at this point. And I know what you're going to say. I, 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 only put, say. Go ahead. I, I put it in only as a, as a callback to the fact that he lost previously. And that yep. is superstar Billy Graham. Correct. When he came back with that goofy Kung Fu gimmick. Yes. I know. Yes. But I, I thought that what better way to sort of get a rematch against the man who beat him than to win the rumble. And, right. uh, you know, you beat me. You won in '78 and beat me. I've, I'm, I'm here now. I've won in '83 and I'm going to get my title back. Right. That, that was the only other option I could see as, as that would, that would really have a good storyline element to it. Yep, I think that's awesome. I love that. Look, I love that idea too. Um, but there's something about, uh, there is something about Morocco in terms of the promos. I think would be great because he'd be so obnoxious. And he was such an asshole. Um, and you had Captain Lou, who was, you know, 81, 82, 83 was his prime, um, uh, his prime uh, uh, heel asshole managerness. 
uh, I think he'd be amazing. And you get mm. to, and maybe that title match, you get to debut. I think one of the most unheralded belts in WWE of history, and that is the green belt, the green world title belt with all the plaques on it. The one that mm. Hogan old for like, I don't know, six months. And then you <laughs> go, go to the other belt. I feel like that belt got totally disrespected because I think that's an, I always thought that was an awesome looking belt. And that was the belt, uh, Dave, that they molded into what would be the belts on the, um, uh, the rubber, the LJN rubber guys that came out in 84 and 85. Ah. It's that belt they used. I remember very vividly. All right. Mm. Um, 1984. Now, <sighs> now, hear me out. I'm going to, I am going to adjust history ever so slightly, Mr. Hall, ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. So, of course, as 1984 begins, uh, the previous month, uh, Bob Backlund, of course, lost the WWF title to Sheiky Baby, the Iron Sheik. Uh, I would do this. I would, in 1984, um, I would have Hulk Hogan not win the Royal Rumble. I would, have Back, I would have Backlund win the Royal Rumble to give, uh, to give him one title shot with Sheik. Backlund loses. Hogan wins some kind of number one contenders thing down the line. And later in 80... All right, so we are changing history a little bit. I said we weren't, but we are. Mm. I lied. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, I think later in 84, Hogan does win the world title from, from Sheik. Maybe in like August. But I think Backlund wins the Rumble. And I think the shocker, Dave, is that Backlund does not win it back. That, I mm. think, is the shocker. I think everyone would have anticipated, but I think you have a bit, you have a big card in June. You have like a number one contenders thing between Hogan and some other heel, Dr. D David Schultz or something. And you have Hogan win a number one contenders match. You have Backlund and Sheik in the world title match, the match, you know, maybe Backlund, maybe you do like mm. a, like a, maybe you do Dave, like a cheeseoid SummerSlam 93 ending where Backlund wins by count out or something. The crowd goes home happy because they don't have a clue. And that's it for, and then that's it. You know, Backlund kind of goes off to the sunset. Uh, You know, Hogan wins the number one contenders match. And maybe in August at the Garden in a big epic summer show. Or you do it at Yankee Stadium. Or you do it at Shea. You do a big epic outdoor show in the summertime. And that's when Hogan beats Sheik. That's my, that's my take. That's, 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 that's just, I mean, I am kind of playing around a little bit. But I think that would be fun for 84. Look, I, I think it would. It's a massive, massive change of history, and 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 Sheik gets a near six month title reign there, which um, you know I think would have really surprised a lot of people. Right. Um. I I went I went for the easy out. I went for the Hogan win, and I and I okay. went with the perspective of that the the Rumble we're, we're at Madison Square Garden, and the Rumble is is early in the card. And before the rumble even happens, you know, they're obviously they're announcing that the the the, the winner is going to get a shot next, you know, next month at, at Madison Square Garden. And Freddie Blassie and the Iron Sheik come out, and they say we're not waiting. You know, we were supposed to wrestle Bob Backlund. He's out hurt. The winner gets the shot tonight. And of course, you know, you can have the commentators, the president, whoever say, well, that's not fair. That that you know, wrestling twice in a night that that that's not really fair. And and Blassie goes, well, you know, that's the way it is. If you don't do it, you know, we're gonna we're gonna 
take the title and we're going to go back to Iran and you'll never see the Iron Sheik again. And so Hogan wins the belt and on the same night comes back out to win the world championship and, and launch Hulkamania as it is. Okay. That's okay. I don't think that would upset me. I don't think that'll upset anybody. I think, I don't know. Is it, is it, is it, uh, is it sick of me, Dave, to want an extended (laughs) iron Sheik heel title run? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I think the build would be awesome. (laughs) And listen, listen, Dave, you still have that Sheik slaughter boot camp match in June. It's Mm. just slaughter. doesn't care about the title. You can keep the stupid belt. I just want to destroy you. You know, Bob back, you know, Backlund gets his shot, yada, yada. I still want to kick the crap out of you. You could have Slaughter win the Rumble. That would be pretty great. But then Sheik would have to win the match, and nobody wants that. So, That's um, right. Or you just move, mm. or you move the boot camp match to maybe the fall, maybe like September mm. or October. Once Sheik yeah. wants to bounce off him, you could do that too. Mm. All right. We now officially enter the pay-per-view era. And uh, so we will be doing three Rumbles quickly here. 85, 86, and 87 before, of course, the actual Rumble started in 88. Mm. The 85 Rumble, to me, total cake. I have no problem ditching the tag match at the first WrestleMania. If you have another guy, Dave, I'd love to hear it, but I think it is an absolute gimme that the hot rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper, wins the 85 Rumble, and we have Hogan and Piper at WrestleMania. I I, I, I could go without the tag match. Love the tag match. Love Mr. T. Mr. T could be in Piper's corner. Orndorff could be in Piper. Uh, I mean, uh, Mr. T could be in Hogan's corner. Orndorff could be in Piper's corner. That's fine. I think Piper wins a rumble. And instead of having the match, I mean, you, I get me out, you know what? You could probably still have the match at war to settle the score, I suppose. That, that was, that I, was how you, I was looking at it. I, 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 I agree. I've, I've, got, I've got Roddy winning. Roddy was the only option for me in 1985. In fact, when I, when I started planning this, I just went straight to 85 and went Roddy Piper. And, yeah. and I think, I think you would use it. He, 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 le- you know, leverages that he gets his title shot at war to settle the score. And then you just, you just move into history as it is. I, I think it's just uh, the perfect way to get him into that championship match. Cause he's been doing all the crap that he's been doing and, and, and he's got the heat and the whole rock and wrestling thing's been, been building anyway to have him win that rumble, I think would just, it would, really solidify him as as a threat to Hogan. Which I mean, was. how about I mean, this? Mm. How about this? The referee's not looking. Orndorf comes in and helps Piper chuck guys out. I mean, Piper oh, could, yes. totally, could totally... And, and, my and Orton. And, and, and Ace. Awesome. <laughs> and Ace. Yeah, and Orton <laughs> starts cracking guys with the cast. And they're throwing <laughs> guys... He's just sitting there throwing guys out. And then the ref turns and Piper's in there by himself. I mean, it'd be amazing. It'd be that amazing. would be good. Oh, my yes. God. Oh, so great. So great. Um, 1986. I I am not making this a gimme. I am not giving King Kong Bundy the title shot. Sorry, not happening. Yep. Uh, you know who I'd give it to? Has he been? I don't think he's debuted in the company yet. Maybe he did. Uh, no. Was he at WrestleMania 2? No. So he probably. I was going to actually give it to Harley Race. But I don't uh, think he didn't Harley come was... into he didn't come until June. Till June, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, because I was trying to WrestleMania too. Like, no, he wasn't. Okay, so oh well, this would be tough. Oh well, you could do this. You could do this. 
I had it written down, but then I was double double talking myself. You could have the same, you could have the same um scenario that I did three years earlier for um Morocco, and you could have the macho man Randy Savage win the 86 Rumble. Mm. Then win the Intercontinental title. Intercontinental title. Yes. And then do the same thing he did with we we talked about earlier with Morocco in '83, and mm. don't don't I could be the first person, the first guy in the history of this company to have both singles titles at once, and he yeah. could flaunt that for for months. I don't know. What do you think of that? I, I think that was that was one of the two options I had uh, was 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 Savage winning the winning the belt and um and 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 doing that same that that very idea wins the title. Then wins the IC title, and because he's already got the guaranteed title shot, he he goes into his championship match at at, at a house show at, at MSG, whether it be before or after WrestleMania, and and he goes in with I'm you know I've got I'm going to come out with two titles. I think that would that would look really good. Um, yeah, I, I want to do avoid the Bundy idea as well. So so Savage was one of my two. Trying to come up with a, with a, with an alternative, I think that the, the the one that I landed on that that would be maybe the most uh, the one that I could accept the best because really by the time you get to the beginning of '86, Hogan has really run the gamut of the best heels. Piper's Piper's on the way. He's he's moved out of the Hogan picture and he's 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 heading elsewhere. Morocco's. While he gets the Saturday Night Main Event title match, he's really past his best at that point. Um, you've got, you know, other guys that aren't really at the like Sheik and Volkov are no longer right. at that level. The right. one name I thought of that would be a um, an acceptable Rumble winner might have been Big John Studd as a heel with. Uh, yeah, he and Bundy could have worked together earlier in the match, and maybe it's another way to build to the the WrestleMania two Rumble. He 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 comes out of that. Maybe Andre's not even in the Rumble, and and Stud comes out going, you know, I won the Royal Rumble. He gets a, a a title match with Hogan. Hogan wins easy, and then uh, Bundy uh, then Stud starts actually using that as a taunted Andre for the the WrestleMania two. Battle Royal, and he goes into the WrestleMania Two Battle Royal with, "Well, I run the, I won the Royal Rumble recently, and I'm going to win the WrestleMania Two Battle Royal, and uh, and just use that similar to what they did with Davy Boy Smith when when he won the 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 Battle Royal at, in England. You know, they 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 hyped that up big time in the mm-hmm. in the '92 Rumble about how he how he won the the right. Rumble at Royal Albert Hall and the Battle Royal at Royal Albert Hall and and. And he sort of yep. talked about that. You could have Stud do that, and of course, then right. Stud gets gets tossed as he does. Right. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I like all those options. I think eighty six is fun. A lot of good heels. Mm. Uh, and then finally, nineteen eighty seven. Uh, I mean, it's a gimme. I mean, we have to give it to Andre um, yeah. because we could use history here. This see, this is even better though, Dave. We could use history because Andre could be like, oh, Andre won the Rumble. And I'm not saying Hogan would take it for granted, but Andre could win the Rumble and, mm. you know, other other baby faces would be like, yeah, don't worry about it. Andre's uh, – they're telling Hogan, you know, don't worry about it. Andre's going to – Andre's not going to want to wrestle you. He, he doesn't wrestle his friends. 
And Hogan's like, ah, oh, you know, I will do, I will respect any like, you know, you keep Hogan the baby face line and, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to dis 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 Andre wants to mm. wrestle me. I'd be honored and privileged. And if he beat me, he earned it. Um, yeah. You know, but all the other all the other baby faces like the smart asses like nah. Six years ago, he bailed on a title. Don't worry about it. And then and then, you know, we have the Piper's pit and out comes him and Bobby. And then we go. We, we well, go on that's our way. it. I think I think that's where the story builds. Andre wins the Rumble as as a fight as a good guy. Um, yep. it's his first. It's his first match back after the suspension. Correct. Um, it's yep. it's the only time anyone's seen him. So he gets cheered. He wins, and then the the following week on on um, on Piper's Pit is when Jesse comes out, and Jesse is the one that plants those seeds, like he does. I yep. hear Andre wants the shot. Oh, he'd never take the shot. He, you know, he he's a good. Yeah, he and Hogan are friends, and no, no, I. You get Hogan here next week. I'll bring Andre, and then and it moves the way it does. Andre yep. comes out with with Bobby the next week, and everything can just go the way it does. But it just adds that credence of, well, he does he he's earned the shot. He deserves the shot, Hogan. Why would you be balking at the shot when Andre has earned it? And that could be part of Bobby's Bobby's uh, thing. You thought he 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 wouldn't come for you, but he wants the shot. You've been ducking him, and you can't duck him anymore. Mm. Yep, yep. I agree. I love that. Mm. I love that. That's that's awesome. I agree a hundred percent with how we do that. And Andre, I think I think it keeps Hogan a he a baby face. You know, he's like, no. If Andre wants to wrestle me, I'd be honored. If he beats me. Mm. He's earned it, and he deserves to be one of the greatest world champions. But all the other smarty baby face, like, nah, Andre doesn't do that. He'll probably pass it off to some other guy, and mm. and and then Andre, and then Hogan, then Hogan maybe gets a false sense of security and is like, all right, well, maybe he, you know. Mm. And then he starts thinking, oh, if Jesse's saying it, then I know Andre doesn't want the title shot. If That's it, yeah. It. If Jesse's yeah. saying it, we know that he's just blowing smoke. And that'd be, and that'd be, that'd be Vince and Bruno on commentary on Superstars. Oh, Jesse, you know, you. We we know when you say things like that, it never happens. And Jesse can right. be like, "I always tell the truth, and you can right. trust everything that I say." Yep, exactly, exactly. So there we go. There's our there's our our look back in an alternate universe if the Royal Rumble started back in the late seventies. So just to recap quickly, here are our Royal Rumble winners, Dave's and mine. And please uh, comment on the place to be page. Who do you agree with these? Do you have anybody else you think would be a winner here? So 1977, Bruiser Brody, 78, Bob Backlund, of course, 79, High Chief Peter Maivia, 1980, Bruno, 81, Andre, 82, Jimmy Snuka, 83, Magnificent Morocco, 84, Bob Backlund, 85, so Backlund wins two rumbles, 85, Roddy Piper, 86, Randy Savage, and 87, Andre again. So our next part here, a part two of our of our of our show we did this with war games back in our i guess it was our october episode mm. we did it with war games uh i think everyone knows where we're going with this dave what are we going to spin on its head in our alternate universe well well as as you said in, in in october we looked at the idea of what if war games had been a vince mcmahon creation and not a and not a dusty roads creation in wcw well now we're going to flip the tables what if dusty roads had created the royal rumble as a wcw event 
uh, held in January every year. Um, and and what if WCW was the owner of the Royal Rumble gimmick? So so we're gonna we're gonna jump uh, we're gonna jump to the other company, the other side of the tracks, and we're gonna have a look at some potential. WCW Royal Rumble winners and uh, starting in 88 and and going to pretty well the end of the company run and and we're probably not going to spend a great deal of time on some of these again some of these uh, there, there are probably some gimmies out there there are some other ones that I think uh, are, are a bit more fun to talk about mm-hmm. but starting in 1988 because the Rumble started in 88 and right. and and we all know that and WCW had a, a pay-per-view event in January of 88. It was the Bunkhouse Stampede, which was absolutely atrocious and one of Ugh. the worst worst events in the history of, of all-time wrestling. But what if, what if it wasn't the Bunkhouse Stampede? What if it was the Royal Rumble? And I think 88, uh, look, if Dusty's created it and Dusty's booking, I think Dusty's winning in 88. <laughs> That 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 was just the straight out. I can't see Dusty. I mean, Dusty booked himself to win the Bunkhouse Stampede. Dusty booked himself to win War Games. Dusty booked himself to be world champion at times. You know, eighty eight. The title doesn't have to be on the line. I think you just start as as what it was in in the WWF, just as a as 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 a match and as a prestigious thing. And Dusty wins. That's that was my view for the first one. Uh, yeah. The other one I could have had, although he, I guess he was, he was still a heel, and Flair was champion. Um, I wanted to give it to if you wanted to break up. Oh, I have one because he's a he's a heel to he's a baby face to start the year. You said Dusty, right? Hmm. Yeah, I like the Dusty idea. The other guy I like, even though he would end up being a even though he'd end up being a heel later in the year, I kind of like Barry Windham. Yeah, that that's a, uh, that's a good option as well. Mm. And, and and as I said, because in 88, because the WWF didn't start the title shots until 93, and, and obviously because they had the winner in 92 win the belt, it, it's feasible then in sort of the early, in the late 80s, the first couple of rumbles, there might not have been a title shot on the line. So Barry Windham winning it would have been, Totally, and and even then, Barry would have been a challenger for for Ric Flair anyway. So you've got that time period of, of uh, I think Barry Windham as a winner would have actually been a very good one. Or you know maybe you could have had you know and you know that's where you know you could even plant some seeds. Maybe 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 Dusty eliminates Barry as the last as the last person, and while Barry shakes his hand, some of that resentment sits for later in the year and is part of the catalyst for the, the horseman turn. Uh, that is, that is, uh, yeah, I think so. That's, that's not a bad Mm. thinking as well. So, okay. Okay. Uh, 1989, if we're going by this path, I think this is a gimme since it happened in real life. Anyway, I think it would probably be Ricky steamboat. Um, he wins that match in January, and then the following month at Chi-Town Rumble, he beats he beats Flair to win the title. Um, another frustrating thing, because everyone could say Ricky Steamboat never won the uh, Royal Rumble in the WWF. <laughs> 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 he, he, come, he come here and win the, uh, win the Royal Rumble uh, here as well. So, uh, and, 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 and probably is that surprise, you know, we've got, you know, 
don't know. I mean, 89, I don't know if WCW had the roster to do a 30-man rumble. It might have still been a 20-man rumble at the time. But um, you could you could sort of picture it being, well, we've got – we know who 19 or 20. We know who all but one is. There, but there's one – there's a there's – a, there's a mystery competitor. Eddie Gilbert has got someone that he's put in, but we don't know who it is. Right. Yep. And, 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 and Ricky comes out as the, as the shock, as the right. uh, totally unexpected, which, uh, which would, which would, which would benefit the, um, the, that, that, uh, like you said, it's a gimme. The only other thought I had for an 89 winner, just, just a little bit off, off the cuff and someone who I think would certainly benefit and could have a, Title shot somewhere, but it, it mucks up the Ricky Steamboat storyline a little bit. Could be Rick Steiner. Uh, Rick Steiner was on a massive roll at the at, in late 80, 88. And if you if you listen to some of the 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 dirt sheet podcasts, you know it was it was sort of the thought was that Dusty, when Dusty was being kicked out as Booker, and they didn't want to, you know, they were talking about not putting the, you know, not wanting Luger to win it um, at Starcade. One mm-hmm. of the potential storylines that got thrown around was putting Rick Steiner in the match and having Rick Steiner win. So it wouldn't have been out of right. the realm of possibility for Steiner to uh, to have been viewed as a potential winner in 89. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. Sure, why not? Again, WCW in that stretch, they weren't, you know, they were a little more, they were a little more like footloose and fancy free with mm. booking. Like nothing had to totally make sense. Fans kind of went with it anyway, so I I don't mind Mm. that. I like that. Uh, Nineteen ninety. Well, let me let me start let me start this one off because I I I took I took that line because I thought it would be too easy in nineteen ninety to to give it to Sting. Too easy. I gave so I'm. I'm You're right. I want to hold. I want to hold Sting off. (laughs) Okay. Um, it'd be too easy to give it to Sting, and you could probably even do. Part, partly what they did with maybe Sting gets attacked and injures his knee. Like this is where he gets – like maybe the horsemen attack him and, and keep him out of the rumble. This is where the horsemen turn on him and attack him so he can't even compete in the rumble. Okay. A person who I would have liked to have seen win the rumble and I think really would have benefited a lot and, and probably rehabbed his character a little bit, the great Muta. Muta Ooh. coming out of Starcade. Oh had been absolutely ripped because of having him lose three matches and having been unbeaten before then. What a great way to have Muda get a bit of a rebuild and get a shot at Flair. And that would have been a better thing than Luger again, giving Muda a shot. I think it it might've kept him in the company because the story is that they wanted to turn Muda babyface, and Gary Hart basically convinced Muda it wouldn't be a good idea. And then Muda, Bolted, went, went back to Japan. He, he left early and went back to Japan. But if they'd given Muda a rumble win, you could parlay that into a title shot against Flair. And oh, I think that would have been a fantastic match. Yeah, of course it would have. Absolutely. Muda in his prime. Flair, for the most part, still in his prime. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. I'll pay for that in a heartbeat. Mm. But right now, but right now, of course, uh, Dave, I'm, I'm very pro Muda because uh, obviously – as everyone knows, if you listen to main event and you pay attention to wrestling, uh, Muda is retiring. Um, he wrestled his last New Japan match at Wrestle Kingdom, and he's wrestling again. Uh, his actual last match is sometime next month in February. I don't know what it is. It must be Noah or something. But um, mm-hmm. so I, right now I'm on. I, I, I'm I'm very I wax very nostalgic for for Muda. So 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I just changed our, our master list. You win. Uh, Sting, would, <laughs> Sting, Sting was too easy. Sting was too easy. You're absolutely right. Mm. Sting was too easy. Yeah. Um, uh, 1991. Guess what? I just switched up mine because we're look, we're thinking of who the champion is. And 19 to 91 was, uh, was it was Flair? Cha- yeah, Flair, Flair, Flair had just regained the title from Sting in 91, and this right. was just a few months before he before he left. Right. So since he and Flair had those issues bouncing the belt back and forth in 91, I'm going to steal an idea from your playbook. You had Muda winning the Rumble in 90. I'm going to have Tatsumi Fujinami win the Rumble in 91. And then, and, then, and then he beats Flair at Super Brawl or whatever pay-per-view they want. And they do the whole New Japan bounce around. Uh, I like that idea. See, that's the one thing I'm enjoying about the Rumble, about a Rumble idea in, in WCW, Dave, is that, you know, they, they were a little, and let's be honest, you know, love you Vince for that time, but you were a little close-minded. WCW wouldn't have any problem throwing anybody in there to win these matches, and I think the fans would dig it. So mm. I, I think Fujinami winning in 91 sets up him and Flair at that, you know, because they're trying to do that cross-promoting for that uh, that New Japan show, and I think this is a perfect setup for it. So I don't know who you had, but I totally stole your Muda idea and just changed mine. <laughs> I, I had Luger, and I'm like, I don't want Luger winning anything. Well, so, that, yeah. that's, that's who I had in 91. I went with Luger. <laughs> Well, I went. I went with the idea that I went with the idea that after he lost at Starcade '88, the storyline was supposed to be Luger never got another shot. Right. And if if we've got the storyline where Muda wins in '90, then Luger's not getting title shots in '90. Luger, we get into '91. If Luger wins the the match, he's getting a he he's earned a title shot. Then you could still have the whole Fujinami thing happen in Japan. And so the Super Bowl match becomes, well, no, we've got a held-up title and we've got a rematch between Flair and Fujinami. And Luger, you now need to wait until Great American Bash for your title shot. And then, of course, we all know what happens. Flair bails. Luger, Luger ends up winning the title at, 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 um, at bash 91 and 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 you move from there but i thought it'd be a good way to get luger back into the to earn that shot that everyone has said well you you're not allowed to have one now man dave i thought i could figure you out <laughs> <laughs> i'm like nah he's not gonna want luger to win in 91 i'm gonna put fujinami but i, I i'm I, I mean yeah i mean you always make sense so i, I but uh i i was kind of thinking that they think outside the box on that that's okay all right, 92. Uh, now, we got to think. I, I'm not as – I try to remember as who's champions going into years. 92, this was, this was, to me, this was the biggest gimme of the lot because Luger was champion in 92, going into 92, and, and he was on his way out of the company. I would just – I would think if we've got the Rumble, we don't have the Battle Bowl at Starcade, and I would put Sting over here. This is where I have Sting winning. Uh, to prepare for to get the match against Luger at 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 Super Brawl. Yeah, uh, I I actually had forgetting that that Flair was le- uh, Luger was leaving and that Luger was a heel. I had actually put Vader here, but I realized mm. eh, that didn't really make any sense at the moment. So I I, I ditched that and I put Sting too. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Sting Sting is a much better choice here in '92 because he's with Flair gone and then Luger leaving. Um, 
Sting at the moment is pretty much the face of the company. Yeah. So this, after after that, Flair's gone. Luger's not here. He is the face of WCW right now. So that's what you got to do. And then you got the awesome tags yeah. with the Steiners and the Miracle Violence connection. And I love yeah. 92 WCW. I love 92 mm-hmm. WCW. Um, yeah. All right. So we got that. Sting's, that's a cake one. 93. Uh, so at the Vader end of 90- was champion at, at the beginning of 93. Right. Uh, he won Flair- it back from Ron Simmons just before, Correct. just just in, in late December. Right. Uh, no, we cannot pick Flair because we're going to go by kind of the real life rule. Well, he's not back yet. Flair was still in WWF and Flair had a no compete. That's right. So Flair couldn't wrestle until June. So, mm. or whatever it was, May or whatever, the 60 days, 90 days. I don't know what it was. So, no, Flair cannot win the Rumble in 93. Uh, besides, he won the WWF Rumble in 92. Um, <laughs> so I put, I put, and I'm not sure when he's in. You're going to have to help me with this one, Dave, if you know, because I put this guy's name down, but I'm not sure if he was able to wrestle yet. I put Sid. I don't think Sid came back until much later in the year. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, he didn't, he didn't okay. really turn up until sort of around just before Bash at the Beach. Okay, um, so, all right, all right. Uh, so, I, I looked at I looked at what was happening in, in early '93, and and one little fun one jumped out at me, which he ended up feuding with Vader later in the year, but his face turn happened in January, and that's Cactus Jack. And I thought that could be a fun Ooh. way to to solidify yeah. a face turn and maybe get an early jump start on what the Vader feud ended up being. Because he could have his world title match coming out of the Rumble, and that's where he gets powerbombed on the concrete. Oh, look at that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I'm going with that. That's a good one. <laughs> and he wins crazy, and he throws yeah. – well, like he, he – uh, you know, he could do some crazy, eliminate the last guy. He goes out with him, and then he like standing on his face because <laughs> his yeah. foot doesn't want to touch the floor. So he's standing on the guy's face. I mean, that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, or stand on his stand on his nuts or something like that would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. All right, I'll put that down. That's official. Mm. I'm not changing that. I like yeah. that one. Cactus Jack, because poor Foley never won a WWF Rumble. Uh, no. Cactus Jack wins the 1993 WCW Royal Rumble. I'm sure they'll come up with another name. I have a feeling Royal Rumble is not a WCW. We have to come up. By the time we go off the air, we've got to think of what WCW would name this match because I feel like they wouldn't call it the Royal Rumble. I feel like they call it something stupid. So oh, yeah. let's well, if it was better. Dusty in 88, do we go the Bunkhouse Rumble? Oh, the Bunkhouse Rumble. <laughs> that would be dreadful. But it makes sense with them. All right, 1994. I got a fun one here, Dave. Yep. So Flair is champion. Yep, just, just beat Vader at, at Starcade. He's a baby face. Yep. How about this? I know they feud in 95, but this would be fun. His best friend at the time, or is he, Double A Arn Anderson. Ooh. I like that. You know? I, I like that a lot. You know? I think that'd be very interesting because Flair is a baby face. He doesn't really turn heel till Hogan, till the whole Hogan thing's announced. They kind of force him a heel because, you know, somebody's got a job to Hogan. Uh, <laughs> um, but the, the, the only issue, sorry, finish. Sorry, you no, finish. 
No, the, my only, I was just finishing that sentence that that would be, I'm trying to think of what Arn was at that moment, which you're probably about to help me answer. Um, That's what I was going to say. The only issue was Arn was recovering from stab wounds. Oh, that's fucking Sid. Thanks for ruining my rumble. <laughs> Stupid Sid, you idiot. Maybe it's, maybe it's Arn's big return. Maybe it's Arn's big return to the company. Because when did, when did he come back? I'm going to – you you share you, – you continue with your storyline for a minute. I'm going to have a quick look at when Arn made his return. Yeah, because he was wrestling – because by ni- – in, in spring of 94, him and uh, – because he's in my top 10 WCW matches of all time, uh, I had um, – I had, uh, you know, the Arn Regal t- uh, TV title match, which I think was April, if I remember correctly. So, and I'm thinking, were these stab wounds that bad? Like, I'm trying to think. How long did, uh... yeah, I don't know. All right, uh, so here we go. So, he's he wrestled. So, we're looking at, um, we're looking at 90, 93 to 94. So, I'm just looking at cage match at the moment. So his last match, um, I'm just getting my years right. So we're looking at 94. Oh, well, actually, maybe I've got my timeline wrong. 93, hmm. 94. Um, because according to, to Cage Match, he was wrestling, he was wrestling in, in January. And, yeah, he, he was back. He came back right at the end of December and he's wrestling through January. So just a few, just a few matches here and there, mainly TV tapings, and then he was back on the road full time, pretty well, the beginning of February. So it would work. You could use it as his return to the company. Um, he, he makes the big return and comes out as, as sort of comes out and wins. I, I think that would be a great, a great idea. Okay. All right. Good. Then I, I feel better about it now. Thank you. <laughs> I feel better about that now. All right. 1995. All right. Now we get a run here because just like the 80s. So Hogan's a champion. We got that god-awful crap match with Beefcake at uh, Starcade 94. <laughs> like to expunge from every other universe. Um, maybe have Vader win this one? That, that was one option. Yeah, that, that was I had two names. One was the easy option, Vader, um, to, to go into their series. And Vader sort of, you know, re, absolutely dominating and destroying everyone. Yeah. To really oh, sort yeah. of set him up as, you know, remind everyone that he's that unbeatable heel. The, the other one I threw out for a bit of fun, <laughs> this is just a fun, I, I, Vader's my pick, but the other one I threw out for fun, only to hark back to, well, they feuded in the WWF and everyone wants to, WCW seemed to like to go back to these Hogan histories. Paul Orndorff. Paul Orndorff was in his tag run with uh, Paul Romer at the time. That's and right. Pretty I wonderful. Just, yep. I just thought. I just thought. How funny would it have been to have Orndorff win and, and sort of they have a match in with he has gets a title shot at Hogan in WCW, which I mean he never had and and it was it was well beyond. But I thought that was a bit of fun just to throw that out there. But no, no, I, I think Vader's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, 1996. Let's see. Giant was the champion. No, Savage was the champion. Oh, Savage was the champion. That's right. Giant had mm. won it at Halloween Havoc, but. So Savage is the champ. So I had Flair, and that probably makes sense at that moment. I, I put the giant. I, I put the giant in there to, okay. to get it to get a shot at regaining the title. Okay, so I'll put two for that then. All right, so I like Flair, but uh, okay, so the giant. Okay. 
Um, I think either one of those would 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 work. I mean, they they really. I mean, in the space of the next few months, they both win the title anyway. So right. it, it's no, it's no. I don't think it matters which way you go there. Um, nineteen ninety seven. Now this one's fun, and this this may go kind of into uh, our possible February topic. Uh, so we have the match. Maybe they do it at sold out. W- How about this? They do it. They do a gimme throwaway crap rumble. Like not crap. Uh, at sold out, they do like a, you know, a joke rumble. You know, uh, we'll put a bunch of our stooges in there, you know, so Hogan doesn't have to wrestle anybody. And the last guy that comes out is Sting. Now, everybody thinks it'll be a guy in a mask. They'll pretend it's the fake Sting. You know, what's his name? Steve Farmer, whatever the hell his name is. And he, you know, the 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 WCW guys, um, the WCW guys uh, uh, um, are like thrown out and everything and you have sting pull the mask off and be the winner. And then he dangles that title shot over Hogan's head for the entire year <laughs> till you get to Starcade. Yeah, oh, look, it, it, that's, um, that'd be, that'd be an interesting, interesting way to do it. I think, um, dangling the title shot, it, it just, yeah, it, it certainly would, would work, would fit from a, uh, from a who Sting was position, and uh, but having him dangle the title shot over for so long sort of it makes that build a little bit harder because that part of the the, the enjoyment of the build was well is Sting ever going to get in there? Although I guess holding he's got this title shot. When's he gonna when's he gonna use it? It, it, it would certainly uh, have Hogan worried at all the time, especially if you if you did almost a Money in the Bank style. He can choose any any event, any time. Like maybe not a cash in on the night, but certainly he can choose the time anytime he wants that shot. Um, I went with something a little bit different in 97. I went with something a little out there. Um, I, I was just looking at, well, what have we got? 97, you got Sting was sort of sidelined. Luger was, had already had that little brief run. I thought there was a guy who just come back from injury, uh, who always been touted as a future world champion, I wondered what it might have been like for him to have a um, a shot as a babyface in '97 before his heel turn, and that's Scotty Steiner. Okay, okay. Because the Steiner brothers were very much at the forefront of the battle with the NWO, and while they mainly did their tags, it was always you know WCW always held that thing that Rick and Scott Steiner they were tag wrestlers, but they were. If they wanted to go singles, they they could win any title they wanted. That was always the way they were presented in the company. So I sort of thought Scotty Steiner returning from injury, that could be a good way to give him a shot. Just someone different for Hogan to face rather than just another savage or another another giant or another whatever. Um and and just continue to hold off the, the sting thing. Okay. Uh that's that that's that's a good secondary. I like that. I like that. Um, all right, I'm going to put that with yours because I'm going to put that next to my choice. So Sting and Scott Steiner. Okay, 1998. Uh, 1998. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. You had something. I was going to say 98 for me is for me it's a gimme. Um, not that not that they ever would have used it in the right way, but the fact is he just come into the company. Everything that had happened, we've talked about this guy multiple times on this show. Bret Hart. 
Uh, I actually did not do Bret Hart. I actually took one because I think this guy would be good to win it. Whether he won the title or not was probably not going to fly. I put Chris Jericho. Oh, oh, that'd be that would have been an interesting, uh, interesting win. It's a little, but Jericho's Jericho really sort of rose his his real rise up the card happened a few months later as 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 the cruiserweight champion sort of um april may june of 98 is when he really launched up the card i feel in, in january 98 he was still seen as a bit of an underneath guy mm, okay maybe i pushed it because i i didn't have anywhere to put him for the next three so i figured this mm. was a good spot for him but i could see yeah. your point i could see your point so I, who did you have yeah I had Bret Hart because oh, Bret. I thought okay. that's the way you, you 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 build on his arrival in the company and you know the what? whole man, you know the guy never lost in WWF. You're totally right. I'm putting Bret. Totally smart. Good call. 1999. Maybe you put Jericho here, I guess, but I put could. DDP. Yeah, I had DDP as well. Yeah. 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of used real life. Um, you may have a better one. I put Benoit. So I looked at 2000 and I went, the title was held up in that January time period. They had the Benoit Sid match. I'm be, uh, look, I, 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 I thought Benoit, but then my personal opinions and biases jump in and I just can't book Chris Benoit to win anything anymore because uh, of what happened. Yeah, so I'm, uh, okay. putting, I'm putting Sid over. I, I'm, I'm giving Sid the title. Okay. No, you're, you know what? I, 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 was on, I think we're on the same wavelength. You just take that, that, that 2000 match because the company was in chaos. So really, yeah, Goldberg's out hurt. Hart's out hurt. You know, Nash is out hurt. Everyone's out hurt. Sid Benoit was in, where they end up having to go for a title run. It really makes sense that they're, one of those two is going to win the belt. Mm. I, you know what? Honestly, uh, Dave, if, I, Dr. G, if Dr. G was on with us right now, he would totally agree with you. He wouldn't give the guy anything more credit. So you're right. And then the last one, 2001, uh, Steiner was champion, if I remember correctly, Mm. right? That's Um, right. And I think this is probably a gimme, but maybe not, because I like that you and I are not agreeing on everything. That's good. That's what we like. I put Booker T. I went with Goldberg. I felt that this is Goldberg hasn't won it, even at, at at his peak. He hasn't won it. Mm-hmm. 2001, it wasn't long after that. 2001 was when they were doing the whole Scott Steiner started retiring guys temp for, for a short period of time. Right. And, and I would have thought one, maybe like what they could have done is had Goldberg win because then, because Goldberg also lost a loser has to retire match as well. And I thought that you could have Goldberg win and then he goes in and he loses to Steiner in that loser must retire with the idea being he'd go away for a while and then they bring him back like that was the plan, to bring him back and have him go over as champion. So I thought that would have been a way you could have started that storyline with Scotty Steiner. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And by 2001... But, but, Booker, T, but Booker T would be just as acceptable. Yeah. And I mean, listen, uh, by 2001, Lord only knows what the hell was going on. So, um, so... Maybe in another episode, Dave, we'll see. What if TNA had the rumble? No, we won't do that. Actually, we could. <laughs> Let's remember that. Let's remember that. We'll do that in uh we'll do that in uh in uh January of 2024. We'll do ROH and uh impact rumbles. <laughs> anyway, uh 
I hope you enjoyed the show this week, everybody, this month, everybody. Uh, there was a fun look at what would happen with different rumbles. Please go to our place to be Facebook page where we hang out. Dave hangs out. I hang out. When our when our show when the when the when you listen to the show, give us your thinking. Were we right? Were we wrong? Mm. Were there other guys you think in that time period that might have been good winners uh, to advance mm. them? We'd love to hear. We'd love to hear your opinions. Dave, quickly, where can everyone find you? As always, everyone can find me lurking the Facebook pages. Dave Hall, you'll see me. Uh, you'll see me through the place to be uh, chats and the place to be uh, pages. So you know. Drop me a line. Feel free to send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. You can also hear me now. Also, the other the other podcast I'm a part of now is is over on the um, the North South Connection. You can hear me as part of the the um, the Cronoso Monthly uh, podcast, mm-hmm. where we look at where we're looking at um, uh, the uh, the 87 time period we're currently in. Uh, we've just dropped the Saturday night's main events and WrestleMania three is going to be the next one that drops. So um, yeah, feel free to check us out over there. Yes. Love Dave's awesome. Dave, you're the best. And of course, check out the quadipods, the PTB wrestling network, the no. So the PTB pop experience. And of course the Jenny position, which is part of the no. So Uh, thank you very much, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott C Podfather. Please follow the brand on Twitter at PTB and wrestling. We, we post the pods, we post polls, opinions, all sorts of fun stuff. Join us next month in February. Uh, we're not going to tell you the topic, but we mentioned the guy we're going to talk about many times tonight. So let's, we'll give That's you that. Right. Uh, we will, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, mm. so we're going to do Valentine's day. Up, no, we're not doing Valentine's day. Well, we are <laughs> doing, I don't Valentine's day. What would have been a good WCW Valentine's day massacre? No. Uh, all right. So everybody have a wonderful, uh, rest of January. Enjoy the real Royal rumble, which will, if you're listening to this, when the show drops, uh, in a week and a half down in San Antonio, mm. we will talk to you in February through the looking glass.